Triple M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. Say, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Have you ever thought about what would happen if one day we needed to move to Mars and then we needed to have kids? And in that case, that we needed to have sex on Mars? No. Have you ever thought that? No, that's no. a strange train of thought. Neither. But today, there was an insane article out saying that, look, sex in Mars, in space, might actually be more difficult than what you think. Okay. So in about half an hour's time, we're getting a lecturer at Monash University School of Physics and Astro- Astronomy on to tell us exactly the ins and outs, pardon the pun, of having sex in space. Well, uh, in equally important news out today, Tom, everyone's favourite sitcom actor, Jennifer Aniston, has revealed what she does in the nude. So, I I know what you do in the nude. What do I do? Uh, Eat fruit mince pies at Christmas with your family. All of you. And then the crumbs just spread over into my snail trap. They get stuck in that fold bit. Yeah. Uh, up next, we're going to find out what you do in the nude, and I'll tell you what Jennifer Aniston is getting up to in her house. Never say fold bit again. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. True, though. Just call. It's the John Butler Trio. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions very soon. We'll talk about sex and space. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. It's the silly season, Tom, and we are having a bit of fun with this one. Oh, we certainly are. Let me chuck you a beer. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, I dropped it. Oh, let's just have a can next time. Yeah, true. Uh, but uh, news came out today after Jennifer Aniston appeared on Ellen DeGeneres, yes. or just Ellen, yes. uh, and she revealed what she does in the news. Don't, don't, don't bring out the comparisons about Ellen as well, please. Well, you are a bit of an Ellen lookalike. No, I am not an Ellen DeGeneres lookalike. If you shave the mo, you, it's a spitting image. It's exactly oh the same. Uh, but no, uh, Ellen uh, spoke to Jennifer and she asked, what are you doing in the nude? Uh, actually, you got the audio here. Yeah. Let's play it. Besides making love, showering or swimming, what is something else you've enjoyed doing naked? Watch TV? You watch TV naked? <laughs> Really? Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, at night, you get into bed and you watch TV. That's shocking. <laughs> that is positively shocking. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> what is Mate, she... let me check you another beer. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to cool off after that story. <laughs> uh, what do you think Jennifer's watching and while she's new? Yeah, well... Oh, no, no, Gen- Tom. no, Jennifer Aniston. On the buttons. Come on, mate. Watching herself in the nude. That You're is weird. You're not watching Friends in the nude, are you, Jenny? Jenny Aniston, by the way, what do you think? Well, Jenny, what do you mean, what do you think? Like, what do you think? You're turning her name from Jennifer into Jenny, Jenny. Aniston. Oh, Jennifer's a bit nicer, isn't it? Jenny's yes, a bit old lady. Jen Aniston. I actually avoid Jennifer Aniston, you know, in the last year or so. I've been avoiding seeing her in public. Oh, why is that? Well, because I know that you used to date Brad Pitt, and I don't want her to see me and go, oh my God, it's my ex Brad Pitt, because I've got a similar rig to him in Fight Club. Mate, the amount that you've mentioned your Brad Pitt workout, it's ridiculous. Do I need to play no, the montage I again? I've mentioned I mean, it a couple of times. You know I've been doing the Brad Pitt workout uh, recently. Oh, well, I went to the gym, unlike you. Oh. Brad Pitt. Still doing you... the Brad Pitt workout? Mate, or... I'm still doing the Brad Pitt workout. Oh. Have you seen Brad Pitt in Fight Club? Because that's the goal. I'm doing the Brad Pitt workout. Okay, if okay, you wanted okay, to uh, yeah, okay. find we out get... what it is, I can we send it to you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Uh, the question is, on triple three five three. what do you do in the nude? I shower. Oh, good answer. No, see, don't call no, up with we've that. We've done this in the past. Yes. I reckon about a year ago we did this, and we had so many amazing answers. 
Oh, look, um, early 20s, I went through this strange phase in my life where I had to get totally nude to do a number two. What? You have to uh, get nude to go to the toilet? I reckon I had the same phase now that I've just thought about Hang it. Hang on, what? Yep, I've definitely been at a stage where I'm like, being nude doing a poo is way better. It's way easier. Oh, it is good if you're about to have a shower or something and you're doing the, you know, the sh- shower shave situation. Yeah. Uh, then that's okay. But you're not getting naked in like a public toilet or at work, are you? No, I'm not doing that. That's true. One triple three five three. What have you done in the nude? Is it as crazy as watch television? No, I'd hope so. Hopefully, crazier. <laughs> you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. It's the middle Jimmy Eat World. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. It's after nine, right? So in about uh, oh, 15 minutes' time, we're speaking to an expert about what it takes to reproduce in space. In other words, we're talking about sex in space in 15 minutes' time. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Tom and I would love it if you could uh, give us a bell on the telephone, one triple three five three, and tell us what you do in the nude after we uh, heard Ellen and uh, her good friend Jennifer Aniston having a chat uh, on her show, Ellen, and uh, she revealed what she does in the nude. Besides making love, showering, or swimming, what is something else you've enjoyed doing naked? Watch TV? You watch TV naked? Yeah. Really? that weird? I mean, at night, you get into bed and you watch TV. Yes, bit of a slow news day, but uh, still uh, <laughs> worth talking about, Tom, because we've discussed what you do in the nude. In the nude. nude. Not the news. What do you do in the news? Uh, and we've got some great answers in oh, the past. Mate, it is insane. Remember this guy? Um, yeah, I don't mind uh, nuding up and uh, balancing on the push bike. Sort of like the cyclist still at the traffic light. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. It's so strange. I like Imagine that. Imagine seeing that guy next to you at the car. But Ollie, my favourite comes from Leanne, who told us what she does in the nude every single Thursday. Every okay. Thursday night, yeah. down at the local car wash, yeah. Oh yeah. do it naked. No, you do? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, Why? Leanne, that's hot Why? as... Are you alone? Sometimes. The guy in the one beside me, he also got naked the other night. Oh, my God. I know. Do you sort of get suds on you and stuff? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? You going to do it this Thursday? Of course. Every Thursday. Every Thursday? I like to keep the car clean. <laughs> you dirty girl, Leanne. That's so great. One I, was, tri- I was pretty thirsty, wasn't I, back then? Yeah, you certainly were. I was like, that's super hot. I was like freaking out. That was about three months uh, from when we started our shift. One triple three five three. what have you done in the nude? I've, of course, Ollie, I've been nude surfing before. Oh, yes. Yeah, you remember that? Well, you don't surf often, so it's oh. interesting that you did surf because you went to Hawaii and you famously didn't surf. Oh, mate, it, there wasn't any surf around. That's why. Were you getting some wax on your tackle box? The, it was actually very difficult to go nude surfing. Usually, you've got your board shorts or your wetsuit to help you stick to the board, but without any, like, swimsuit, without any material, you are slippy and slidey off the board. It was very hard to duck dive. And you're all creamed up, probably, covered in sunscreen. Sunscreen, I'm talking about. One triple three five three. What have you done in the nude? Give us a call. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Dire Straits Money for Nothing. You are Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We'll be asking what it takes to survive on Mars when it comes to reproduction very soon from an expert from Monash University's School of Physics and Astronomy. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. 
question right now is simply, what do you do in the nude? Jennifer Aniston went on Ellen DeGeneres' show and said that she watches TV in the nude. Absolutely shocking. I watch TV in the nude all the time. Yeah, so we'll take your calls, take your texts, uh, uh, tweets rather. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Bladen on one triple three five three. What do you do in the nude? Hey mate. Uh, so basically, long story short, one night. Did you say long story <laughs> short. Long story. Short, oh, yeah. that would have been great. Anyway, move on. Uh, so one night in the town with all the lads uh, on the source. Lads. Uh, you know, it was a long night, but. Uh, Basically, we're playing pool together, and uh, the deal was whoever lost in the end had to do a nudie run down the, the main street, and uh, yep. you guessed that I was the one. Really? Normally, it's pants yep. down around the table, but you've gone for down the street. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Uh, what type of town was this? Was it a small town? Was it a city? What are we What are we talking uh, about? It's in the Blue Mountains. Yeah, in the Blue so, Mountains in New South Wales. Yes, nice. A lot of elderly, and uh, well, not out at that time of the night, but you nice. know. Any reactions, any people out and about, or was it simply uh, just a run that nobody saw? <laughs> a few shocked faces, but I was hoping for no one to be out there, but I guess I got away with it. Yeah, nice. Good on you, Bladen. If, you, if you're doing an Udi run and no one's there to see it, have you done an Udi run? <sighs> God, I wish Give me I the had. sound for yeah. the Wednesday right, game we, we do. Deep thought of the week. Bill on 13353, what have you done in the nude, mate? How you going, fellas? Cool, Bill. Oh, Bill. Used to get up first thing in the morning before the wife and everything for work. Oh, Bill. Just right out the back, wandering around the backyard, having a smoke. Oh, oh Bill. Oh, in the, Bill. In the nude. Oh, Bill. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Rock out in the raw. Why not? Rock out in the raw. Oh, Bill. <laughs> oh, Bill. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Pondered about what uh, sex on Mars would be like, Ollie? Uh, no, I haven't, Tom. But I can guess why you probably have. Why? I mean, they say men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So <laughs> you'd be loving the sex on Mars. Uh, Me, not so much. Very good. Well, Rather go to Venus, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So where's your story about Venus sex? Apparently, it's go- it might be more difficult than what you think to reproduce. That is, uh, if this world, all but you know, one day ends, how are we going to reproduce off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make any sense. That's what we've got. <laughs> oh, you, you just heard why a man got... break down on radio. That's why, we've got a, that's why we've got an expert on next to talk about how to have sex in go, space. Play that bit again. And whether it's worth doing double triple M. It's Bell Jam, Better Man, you're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. <laughs> we have questions like, how am I a broadcaster? A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. If Earth, Ollie, one day ends, how are we going to populate Mars? <laughs> That's the question that we're asking tonight. National Geographic had an amazing article out today about how we can build a sustainable presence off Earth. Apparently, it's going to be more difficult than what we think. To talk about this, we've sorted out the lecturer at Monash University's School of Physics and Astronomy. She studied at Harvard and the Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics in the US before coming to Australia. Jasmina, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure, and especially um, being on radio after my favorite band, Pro Jam. Oh, well, there you go. Mate, there you go. Uh, we're so excited. Now, apparently, Jasmina, to reproduce in space is harder than what we think. Yes, it is, because gravity does help us in our daily activities. And so it does help us um, when we um, 
perform action of reproduction. But even more importantly, uh, if we're talking about space as in vacuum and sort of low gravity, uh, we learned that uh, embryos uh, do need to know which way to point, which way to orient. So this is where even just growing babies is very difficult in a pure vacuum. But if we're talking about Mars, we're still not sure because Mars has gravity of one third of Earth. And we haven't done any experiments there yet to know whether that was uh, enough to, to form, fully form uh, human embryos. Okay, so hang on, let me break that down. So, Jasmine, you're saying that embryos, they kind of need an inner compass. They need to know where Earth is to kind of orientate themselves towards ground. Is that kind of right? Yeah, so for them to grow properly, they actually have to feel the gravity and orient themselves. Oh. Yeah, that's incredible. Now I'm, I'm reading here that mice, rats, salamanders, frogs, fish, and plants have all been the subject of experimentation at how this would work. What have you found with those uh, animals? So, so all those experiments are done on International Space Station, which is what we call in zero g. It's not really in, in there is some gravity, but it's very weak. Yeah, okay. Um, and so this is where some of those experiments uh, sort of found that you know, the, depending on how more, the more complex organism is, the more it needs gravity to help with growing and then even if you grow an embryo that then um, results in a successful birth uh, they would have trouble with orientation so they you know they won't they don't have a sense of where where it's up or down or left or right and things like that so was it as a defect as a result or what did you find those didn't grow um, yes, yeah, so there, there are a lot of defects because, as I said, particular particular organi- organs weren't developed properly. So that basically means that embryo can't live too long. Um, and so these are kind of mysteries of, and of course, humans are completely different than any of those um, organisms. And, you know, we kind of skipped with IVF, as the article says, we kind of skipped primates and other things because it wouldn't work. What yeah. we discovered on primates wouldn't work for us. Right. And also, so, like, so if we wanted to try this, Jasmine, if we wanted to try reproduction, reproducting in space or in Mars, what kind of uh, problems would, we, would arise from it? Uh, so, if, so if you try reproducing space, you will have to, um, you know, push yourself against something, right? Because there's, you'll be kind of floating <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. So, yeah. Yes. You need a wall or a floor. Yes, then if you want to grow um, the, uh, the embryo in the human being, uh, they will be exposed to some radiation. And so the question is how much radiation, because you need nine months to, you know, to grow a human being. Yeah. And so then the question is, would radiation uh, done any other damage you know, with DNA and other things like that? Because astronauts are exposed to much more radiation. And then similar on Mars, you might have help of gravity, but uh, you do if you have to, you know, Surf, come to the surface, you will be exposed to more radiation. So it's all very, very tricky. And um, some of the ideas is that we shouldn't actually try and reproduce in space or on Mars. We should put sort of babies in a little um, protected um, spaceships and then fly them over nine months and then they kind of wow. grow by right. the time they're there. Huge. All right. We're, taking, we're talking to Jasmina, who's a lecturer at Monash University School of Physics and Astronomy. Uh, Jasmine, you, along with Professor Tina Overton, have launched this huge online free course called How to Survive on Mars. I thought it'd be fun. One triple three five three. Maybe you've got some questions about how to survive on Mars that you'd like to ask of Jasmina. Then give us a call. One triple three five three. If you've got any questions about how to survive in space, how to survive in Mars, then give us a call. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. 
It's with the one I love, Paul Kelly. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. You can always get in touch via Facebook or Instagram. This guy, Jason, always likes to do it at the end of the show. Apparently, there's something crass and crude that's going to end the show very soon. Yes. But right now, we're, t- we're, we're asking questions because that's what we do. And we have questions for Jasmina Lazendik-Galloway, who is a lecturer at Monash University's School of Physics and Astronomy. You've studied at the Harvard and Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. That's huge stuff, Jasmina. And I love this online course that you've done, this free online course called How to Survive on Mars. Now, what's this about? So this is about space exploration and how science can actually help us to live on Mars. We really wanted to just show um, everyone, especially high school students, that science is not boring equations. Yeah. In fact, it's actually a, a life-saving tool. So we take people through our very simple uh, calculations, how they can create oxygen, food, water, and energy on Mars. And then we throw in a little bit of ethics of colonizing Mars or settling on Mars and also how we, uh, how we deal with habitat and that social interaction. Well, there's that awesome novel by Andy Weir called The Martian, of course, that movie that was based off that with Matt Damon. So how, how kind of true to life is that, the, the Martian and the, the movie and book? <laughs> the Martian is very true. It actually, that's the book that inspired our MOOC. Not the movie, because the movie came a little bit later, but yeah. the book, it really shows science as a problem-solving step. Yeah. And that's... That's what book does very well. It's very accurate because Andy, who is um, sort of computer scientist by background, he had a horde of nerds um, reading Mm. chapter by chapter, correcting any wrong things. The only wrong thing he had to include is the the storm that will tip the ship. Uh, Uh, That will never happen because there's not enough momentum, there's not enough air to actually push the whole ship. But he... He knew, as somebody who writes uh, you know, science fiction, that he has to create dramatic enough events <laughs> yes. for astronauts to leave another astronaut behind. Right? And, of course, that book was about a guy who is stuck on Mars and he's trying to survive. Now, if we were to get stuck on Mars, um, what kind of things would we need? What, what do we need in Mars? So, going there, obviously, we will need to have some supplies with us, but... Um, the more you take food and oxygen and things with you, the, the heavier the ship is, which means it's higher is to lift it off. So really, uh, Mars is uh, rich in carbon dioxide, so we just need to uh, extract oxygen to have oxygen. We know that Mars has some water. Um, it's not accessible, easily accessible at the moment. So uh, okay. the, the inside lander that is on Mars, the arrival Mars just a couple of weeks ago, it's actually drilling down to sea whether there will be some water. And then the Mars 2020 mission also is looking for some underground water supplies. Um, energy is going to be uh, required for everything we do because a MOXIE uh, instrument, which is producing basically scrubbing all the CO2 from International Space Station and turning it into oxygen, wow. requires a lot of energy. That's and incredible. Mars, Mars 2020 mission, for example, has a small unit to go and test it on Mars. And it's so energy hungry that basically would drain the power off of the rover for a whole day. So there's a whole bunch of issues that we're facing here. Just just mean, what's your it? prediction of uh, timeline? When is it maybe possible that we will be able to habitat Mars? So it really depends on how much momentum is kept on as, as we have it now. It could happen in 10, 15 years if wow. people stay on track. Wow. Or if we might wait for 200 years as we did for you know going back to the moon and things like that. So it's really just how, many, how much people see value in, in going there. Except, Jasmine, you've got an evil plan, don't you? You've got a very yes. evil plan. Just before, yes, just, have, uh, just before you get to that, Jasmine, before you were saying that uh, it would be hard to have sex and reproduce, 
uh, on Mars, and that was the kind of the whole reason we're having this chat. But rather than have young folks being born, what does your evil plan entail? So, um, just to correct myself, having sex on Mars will be okay, <laughs> but um, getting, having babies will be hard. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Reproduce. Okay, yes. okay, okay, don't take all the fun. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry, Jasmine, I'm sorry. But, but um, it's not about sending young people who grow families there. It's about sending old people, yes. you know, people over 40, mm. and especially people over 70 who kind of lost their purpose here on Earth, but there they could actually build habitats and benefit of a lower gravity. I would like to play basketball. Easier on the joints. Easier yeah. on yes. the joints. Exactly. So I think uh, Mars should become Mars wants all people. So let's send them there. <laughs> the, make it the there. retirement village. Well, Jasmina Lazendic Galloway, absolutely amazing stuff. If you want to check out this free online course, How to Survive on Mars, you can check it out at futurelearn.com.au. Jasmina, so amazing, so interesting, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, and thank you for your interest in Mars. No worries. No worries. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Violent Femmes, Blister in the Sun, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Well, that time is flying by. Jeez, the show's about to end, Tom. But uh, before we go, uh, we love to end the show often with a message from Jason. Oh. He's a, an odd character. who he messages had... in on Facebook at Tom and Ollie with oh. a Y. Every night. Uh, he lo- loves to bag you. He says you're a flog often. Yep. I was going to read out a story of his, a, a joke, but he's Please actually... Don't. Change tack and stop bagging you. Wow. He said tonight, hello, Ollie, mate, you couldn't get laid in a monkey warehouse with a fistful of bananas. Oh, my God. So I'm not going to read out Jason's bit. Good. Because well, I'm happy about that. insulted me. That's perfect. I like him bagging you, not me. <laughs> Instead, Tom, yeah. to end the show, we should relive one of the most cl- climactic but calamity uh, moment we had about half an hour ago no, where don't. you stumbled through, no, uh, you were trying to talk about our space conversation and it, it just went nowhere, didn't oh, it? Do you God. want to play it again? No, not really. Go on. Uh, if this world all but, you know, one day ends, oh, God. how are we going to reproduce off here? That <laughs> 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 did not make any sense. <laughs> That's what we've got <laughs> Oh, you just heard a man break down on radio. How are we going to reproduce off here? Here. Makes sense. (laughs) Doesn't make sense. Hopefully tomorrow you can bounce back, Tom. Um, Have a good one. Bye. Where do I go from here? Bye. Just press the O. Yeah, bye. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At Tom and Ollie.